Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. But no one's going to see this one coming, huh? No, I... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I think we're going to get about 500 listens for this episode. Yeah. My name is David Bell. And my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Demonic. <laughs> I'm, glad Dom- you, I'm glad you said it because I literally forgot what it was called. It's Yeah. I was, gonna, I was like, is it Dominic? No, that can't be right. <laughs> Your mother, Angela, she's our patient. I've been out of touch with her for a very long time. Oh my god. Her mind is very active in the simulation. Simulation? She went on a homicidal rampage. This is your chance to ask her why. What if it was called Dominic? We just watched Dominic! Hey! Oh, it's just about a guy named Dominic. This guy named Dominic. <laughs> I mean, that's technically what all the Fast and Furious movies are about. You're right. They could have called him Dominic. It's about Dominic. a guy named Dominic. Uh, okay, hey, so... it's fucking Dominic. Hey! <laughs> Look at him stacking the pizza boxes. <laughs> there's really... All right, there's really nothing this weekend. The eyes of Tammy Faye. I still want to watch, but it just occurred to me. It was like... it was. I was getting pretty tired this week, and it's like, that's one that's... Like, I'll wait for streaming, honestly. Uh, I don't need to see that in a theater, you know? Yeah, I suppose so. I might go see it today anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. And this movie is just like, it was staring us in the face. This is the Neil Blomkamp uh, horror movie that no one saw. And has, between both critics and audiences, it's resting around 13%. It, it's one of the worst received movies in quite a while yeah in terms of like major releases yeah it's not it's not good um it's uh it's not good (laughs) it's uh man okay it's it's the movie that neil blomkamp filmed uh during the pandemic Uh, yeah if you remember the trailer so the trailer made it look like the cell uh and it's sort of that it's like low budget the cell uh, it's a woman is going into the brain of her mother in a coma. That's what the trailer tells you. And they tell you that her brain is like haunted. And that is what I assumed the movie was going to be like, uh, you know, she keeps going into her mother's brain. She has to fight a this, demon. Yeah. This movie is like perfectly represents kind of my general feeling about Neil Blomkamp which is that he has a lot of interesting ideas and no idea what to do with them. Yeah, he's 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 a uh at heart he's like a I don't know, he's a good like spe- like I'm trying to think of what job he actually should have is like like he should be designing the sets or like the effects of a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh he shouldn't be writing them. <laughs> No, he really shouldn't uh, be. This this movie's a big piece of shit, you guys. It's Yeah. Neil Blomkamp, I really like <laughs> District 9. I like Dis- District 9. District 9 is such an auspicious debut. Like it was yeah. so 
you saw that movie. It came out of nowhere, kind of, because they were really pushing the Peter Jackson angle of it. Um, yeah. So that really wasn't focused on this. It was, you know, his first movie. So they're, they're, you know, focusing on Peter Jackson, get people to go see it. It was like a late summer release. I, you know, go to see it, not really expecting much from it. And it's like a really solid sci-fi action movie. It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's then, not, it's not perfect, but it's really good. I also think Elysium wasn't great, but it was a bit ahead of its time in its I think, premise. I think Elysium, yeah, Elysium is definitely not great. Um, but there's no, again, but... it's another example of there's a lot of good ideas in Elysium, and he doesn't completely like he. Yeah, there's a lot of good ideas in Elysium. Yeah, there's some plot holes, and yeah, it's, it's, it's not the most entertaining movie. Yeah, there's problems with Elysium. <laughs> there's pacing, Chap- big time pacing problems with Elysium. Yeah, Chappie, I never watched. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I didn't let that one come into my brain. I, I just I saw the trailers and I was like, "There's nothing in these trailers that is making me want to watch it." So he I seem, didn't. He seems to have the same, well, not the same idea, but like a similar idea of tech marrying technology with situations where you don't normally think of it. Like in District Nine, right. it's kind of like uh, I don't know. It's it's technology in a in a in a slum town, but it's you know it, there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts in, in district nine yeah so it's less so with district nine but like in a, in a it, it's like um like low lo-fi technology like gritty grimy technology um right. uh in in those first three movies and then in this movie the base idea or at least you know on paper or from the trailer is is approaching a demonic possession movie uh, th- with technology, like through technology, yes. like doing an exorcism, a technological exorcism. And that's a yeah, cool which, idea. Yeah, it's not the first time. No, it's not the done. first time, but it's and it's an interesting idea to incept somebody, to uh, incept a possessed person. That's a cool idea. Yes. Uh, and But the problem is, and the problem in the trailer, and the reason why this was like an afterthought, like, oh yeah, demonic's out. Is because the trailer didn't make it look appealing, really. You, there was nothing in the trailer that was like, oh, that, like, the the environment, I guess, of her in the virtual world was appealing. Um, but other than that, there was nothing in it that really, like... They don't execute on that premise. Me. Yeah, like, I was expecting, like, she drops in there, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be, like, The Cell, or, like, that video game, The Evil Within. Right. Um, um yeah we're getting we're getting to the main i think what's the main thing of this uh movie you that the thing that's in the trailer the promise that she goes into her mother's brain uh happens three times in the movie and never has the demon and ultimately you could write the exact same movie without it mm-hmm. that's what we're getting at yeah there it's... is no reason to have it in it or the as we'll get to the demonic black ops from the Vatican, which boy, we're gonna have to unpack that. There's almost too much to talk about with this movie, but yeah, it's no introduces a lot of really dumb big ideas, and then you ultimately those ideas never had to be in the movie. Right, it abandons most of them. Like every time, yeah. Like the, I guess the visuals of her being inside her mother's mind are, are I guess, they're kind of interesting, but it. it I don't know we why you to... wouldn't have just done it like like it seems like it's a tech demo like showing off this kind of 
new technology could have been he's got. She could have been having dreams. She could have been having dreams or, uh, yeah, as a narrative and function in fact, for sure. Yeah, and in fact, she does have dreams. Mm-hmm. Half of the scares in this are, it was only a dream scare. Yeah. And it's like, how many times are you going to do that? The, here's, all right, that's the other thing. Neil Blomkamp doesn't know how to make a horror movie. No. Or at least this, from what I've seen in this, it's like, wow, you didn't make, there's not a single moment that is scary. No. Um, there's no suspense we, there's it's just this movie is so bogged down with plot and it's yeah. its own high concept idea of incepting a possessed person it doesn't do anything with she, like we said she goes into <laughs> her mom's head three times twice in the first 40 minutes and then not again until the last 10 and, and in the last 10 it's not to do the exorcism it's no. just to say goodbye to her mom yeah all th- i was gonna say all three times is just her walking through a building finding her mom and having a brief conversation with her mom that happens yes. three times and that's the only thing that happens yes so uh, it's it's like imagine going to see the cell and then like none of it what actually took place inside vincent d'onofrio's mind it's yeah it abandons its own premise almost immediately uh, and then what's left yeah. is a very generic horror movie. And not even really a horror movie because it's no. it's it's no kidding like an hour and 10 minutes of our main character just driving to and from different places to receive exposition dumps from different characters. Yeah, I want to talk about this. So we we should probably go through it. They don't it felt like they cut moments out in scenes cuz she she gets like a call she gets like a text from an old boyfriend and then a call from a friend. So she, yeah, she literally goes and talks to a friend. This is the he's, very uh, beginning. Real quick, he's not her boyfriend. Ex, right? No, they were just friends. It was they oh, were okay. there were three friends that grew up together, and he was the Got oldest it. of the three. Yeah. But it starts with her having a dream about her mom. Um, we we it's clear that her mom something happened. Uh, her mom lights a fire in in. Lights are on fire in the dream. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not scary. No, it's, <laughs> it's just it is what it is. It, it, um, it's not. It's not. Okay, in fair, it's not scary. It is compelling. Like it grabs. Yeah, you. yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. grabby first scene. You're like, what the fuck does all this mean? Like, yeah. oh, I, this now we're cooking. I can't wait to see where this story goes. So she goes to a she goes to a friend's house, and they proceed. The friend proceeds to be like, oh, your mom aren't. aren't what about all that stuff that happened? Like the, she basically dumps the exposition of the backstory. The friend. They're having like wine and like avocado toast. Um, and then she's just like, so I got to go. And she's like, you just got here. And she's like, yeah, I got to go. I wanted her to say like, yeah, you said the exposition. So That's we can, all I needed, we can yeah. move along. Yep. Uh, and then the, the old friend contacts her. She goes and sits with him. And they, they literally, they, there's no time for anything is what I'm getting at. Is like she sits down with him and he's like, how are you? And she's like, I'm fine. How are you? And he's like, okay. So anyway. Uh, this thing happened to me. Like they don't. It's not natural. They don't catch up. Uh, they they don't seem that awkward. And so he says he went to a clinical test and he saw uh her mom there. Yeah. And her mom was in a bad way. Mm-hmm. So then she goes to those people. And what was their their? They have a dumb name. It's like Metapole. Therapole. Therapole. Uh, um, it sounds like a fake medical group um i think it's, and in fact I, it might be a it might be a joke on theranos maybe yeah 
And then the guy, the doctor looks like a WWE wrestler pretending to be a doctor. That's in in, in the movie's defense, that is intentional. Like, I think you're supposed to notice that the two two doctors she works with, they both look like fucking badasses. Yeah. (laughs) But then the reveal that he's, spoilers, he's a priest. I was like, well, he also doesn't look like a priest. They're both SWAT team priests. Yeah, I mean, so he's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, the reveal is that they're both they're both Constantine, right? They're not exactly priests; they're yeah. uh, ordained uh, holy warriors from the church. And if you think that's going to amount to something awesome, it doesn't. spoilers, it, it doesn't. Doesn't they just? So, they, she sees a couple of them lying dead with 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 blood on them, and that's oh, yeah. God, they this get, movie. They get it removed from the movie off camera. Yep, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So this is another scene where. They walk in and they're like, your mom's in a coma. We think that by scanning your body and putting you into the computer, uh, you'll be able to communicate with her. And what you expect is a scene where someone goes, wait, what? Do what now? And they show the device and they explain it. She just goes, oh, okay. They never have a moment where a character is like, you're doing what? Please explain this. They just accept it. She Mm. just accepts it. Yeah. She just goes, yeah, sure. And then they put her in a room and they scan her body. And she's just standing there like, uh-huh, yeah, this is what's, this is what's happening now. In it the feels... Mo- <sighs> he just... He, she asks, like, what do you want to do with my mom? And he starts explaining how the tech works. Yeah. He doesn't explain what the tech is. No. And that, like... And and they never question it. She never... She's not even amazed by it. There's... Like, she's just like, mm-hmm. In the movie's defense... um. We don't really need that because we've already seen this a lot. Like this concept, like inception. Yeah. Like I literally said, it's incepting. Like it's a it's a verb now that people use. So right, but they we don't, literally we don't need that much explanation. So I don't think we needed to necessarily have her be like astonished and amazed by it. But uh, maybe I, so I I disagree. It, I know what you're saying, which is the audience doesn't need to know. Yeah, but her, the character, they can cut away. They don't have to show the scene. But we need, we need, it, it really feels like they're all just like, look, we know what this is. We're in a movie. Let's get moving. Yeah. Like, 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 like it, it, she might as well have said to the guys, I've seen Inception. I get it. Exactly. Like, and honestly, that's one of the problems with this movie is if they went more funny, it probably would have worked. Um, I don't know. It. I don't know either. But like, there's a lot of problems. This, that's one of this them. This movie is a mountain of, of problems. It's. Yeah. It just it, it gets so bogged down in plot that it forgets to be a movie. Like honestly, it, yeah, nothing happens. Nothing happens until she sort the of last... has an arc with her mom. A, a little sort bit, of. a little bit. Um, and, that, and it's a, like on a scene by scene basis. I didn't have that much problems with the writing. Like, like as, see, I did as the mouth as mouthy as some of the dialogue is. It's not. Like it's 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 delivered decently enough by the actors, and it's not it's not that chunkily written. So like, but it's just it gets like bogged down in its own so bogged down in its own mythology, uh, it forgets to be anything. Well, that's the thing is I it, this is why I had problems scene by scene because I don't think any of the characters are charismatic. No, I don't think anybody's interesting, and I don't think anybody reacts like a human. No. Uh, to anything that's happening. No. And so, and it feels like they're just pushing them through the scenes. Yeah. That we, we get the flashback of the mom and what happened to the mom. And it's like, so my mom uh, went to this old abandoned hospital. 
I got this like psychic feeling that she was in trouble. They never explain why she has this feeling. It feels like it's going to be something. Um, so she goes and finds her with her friends and then she has this big cut on her arm and then they show like, she's like, since that day she was different catatonic. Uh, and they show a scene of her just like staring, sitting at a bed and staring and not reacting. And then they show her just like, and she's like, and after that, the, the stuff started happening and they show her like at the kitchen and she's catatonic again and she's cutting up a bird and like making a shrine. And then they're like, anyway, so then she went back to work and then she, yeah. she did all this stuff. And I'm like, she went back to work? Like, what are you talking about? Like, how does those things, two things happen? And then she's like, I hated her for what she did. And it's like, your mom was catatonic and cutting birds. And what, did you not say anything? Did the cops not get involved? Did you not call the police? Did you not call the hospital? She was catatonic and you didn't call a doctor? Yeah, she you worked just, as a nurse. Her mom was a nurse. Right. Uh, and and so, like, it's just weird disconnects like that where the human element doesn't make no, much it's, sense. No, it's, and I think that's kind of true in all of his movies, or at least the ones yeah. that I've seen, where it's like the, the people don't behave as people. The people behave as though they're semi-aware that they need to continue moving the story forward. Right. And I think, yeah, that I think in District 9, it was not as evident as it becomes in his later films. Because we were only really dealing with like one character in District 9. Yeah. So the, the arc was much simpler. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of, I don't know. There's 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 so much. And then <laughs> yeah. the friend, the friend is then like, I need to talk to you. I was apparently obsessed with what happened with your mom, uh, who's been in prison, that I devoted my garage or my shed to just this i have a computer in here that's like devoted to it well, it's because he got been... well because he, he explains that um the way this demon works is that it becomes obsessed with a person and starts reaching out to its the person's close friends and relatives so he says that he's been being haunted by this demon for the past got two decades it. yeah that's why he's um, obsessed okay that makes a little more sense yeah it's still weird because it's very abrupt. Because this guy is barely a character. Um, he's been in like two scenes, maybe. Yeah. At this point. Well, they mentioned that they, so, they mentioned that they stopped talking to him for like six or seven years because he got all weird about what happened with the mom. Uh, right. And then she approaches him again about it. It's there's a little bit of setup. It's not like out of nowhere. Like they do set it up, and when she comes back to him and is like, "I need to see everything that you tried to tell me before," and he's like, "Well, when I tried to tell you before, you cut me out of your life," and she's like, "I know, I'm sorry, that was wrong, but right. uh, I believe you now, and I need to see it." And then he takes her into his demon information dungeon. So it's not yeah, totally out of nowhere, but it is still like jarring. Yeah, and it's it's his exposition shed, right? Is I it, think the, what the it thing- is is that. It's all stuff we've seen before in other horror movies, it's, right? It, it's very, it, yeah, exactly. It feels, ve- it's so by the numbers that they show uh, a shot of his computer monitor with, it has headlines about different crimes related to this demon on this uh, pegboard behind it. And on the monitor itself, there's another clipping taped to the side as if he was going to forget. Like, why yeah. does he have it taped to the side of the monitor? Like, like a picture of his niece. Like, why is... right? I don't, it, it's, it's the production very, design of that is very, it's so just somebody going through the motions of every movie like this, that there's no thought behind it. It's just, it's just repetition. 
it do- yeah it doesn't feel lived in no there's nothing nothing feels lived in it's just a series of characters serving exposition and there's plot points. another production design thing i wanted to point out real quick since we are talking about this 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 friend uh, martin is the character's name right every time we see him and i get what they're trying to do they're trying to convey that he's he's this thing's been haunting him for the past several years and he's kind of burning the candle at both ends he's 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 in a desperate situation he's he's shaky he's not you know his his he's kind of falling apart uh so every time we see him there's always beer bottles around him right but if you look at the production design of it it's like they're just kind of random i guess it's not entirely out of the question that somebody who's getting hammered every night they would just be bottles in random places everywhere but they're they're like orderly everywhere. Yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. They're like very they're neatly. They're in weird places. Yeah, <laughs> they're the, in the weird places is, and very neatly lined up. Like you're saying about this character, you burn the candle at both ends, and like it, it's just like you're right. That is the character, but I never really fully got that no. from him. Mm-mm. And it's because they never have a moment where he seems out of his mind. Um, sh- we're just told. Right, we're He's, told a lot of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. And in in a, in a scene by scene basis when we actually interact with this character he seems totally fine like he seems perfectly together and and in control right. of himself and everything so. yeah you, you would ideally you would start this movie with them as they're like teens right they can drive in the flashback yeah they're uh, like it's it seems like uh the main character and her other friend uh are are a few years younger um, right. But yeah, they're they're all teenagers. But you start with a scene showing them as kids, mm-hmm. and you show what the trauma, and then you cut to later. You know what I mean? It's like you you gotta, and you show that he's like really doesn't have it together. Uh, it just you do they right, don't because, they don't do the work because it seems like they're also leaning on that. Uh, like I, I keep pointing out that he's a few years younger because it 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 makes him in the context of those flashbacks, it makes him seem like right on the order of being a, a loser you know like too right. old to be hanging out with these two teenage girls so it's right. like if you had started the movie with that with with that dynamic and then with them having that tragedy it would make more of this like why they haven't spoken to him like you know and and then yeah. why it's it would make it make more sense yeah or, and like or feel make feel, his, feel more earned i guess and like make his character more of a fuck up um or in like more you know like they have a scene where when she first talks to him, he says, I didn't know what you wanted, so I ordered you a Coke because I remember you like Coke. And then that's that's the statement. And I'm like, huh, that said nothing. <laughs> like, he just said that line because they needed a line there to, like, get us into the scene. Little things like that, where it's like, if he was like, I ordered us beers, and she was like, it's eight in the morning. You know, like, they could have had a couple lines to just sum him up a little easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't do that. They just, they don't do anything. No. There's nothing. Um, so they, he, they, they put beer bottles in the background of every scene he's in and then expect us to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, that's part of it, but like, we need a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> like, they could have made him a funny guy. They could have made him charismatic. Any, any of the characters. Anything. Any of yes. the characters. Any like, of the characters. Like every time we for her other friend Sam, every time we see Sam, she has a glass of wine in her hand. It's yeah. like that's as far as they thought. Like her character is the yes with a glass of wine character. Yeah. That is and that character, it. and that's all she is. Yeah, and <laughs> like, she's barely that. And she's, she's barely, barely that. that. Yeah. So this guy basically is like 
So I think there's a demon. It likes lighting things on fire. It looks like a bird. I he basically has nailed everything. He's right. completely he figured right. it all out. Yeah. <laughs> like... And then and what's more is that he says also, I think the Vatican knows, and I think there is a group of Vatican black ops. Yeah. His words, not mine. Yeah. Black ops from the Vatican who are going around and doing exorcisms by using technology and buying up buildings and pretending to be medical like startups. And I think that's who is doing this to your mom. I have Dave, so many questions. Well, first of all, you know what that should have been? What? That should have been a reveal. Yeah. Like she she should have discovered that. Uh I yeah. don't know, one of the times she goes to the to the hospital, she should have discovered that they're not actually doctors. Instead right. of having somebody just dump it, it just it. vomited it into her face in an exposition dump in a in a random scene. Right. And this guy figured it out yeah. by googling it. <laughs> like just by research. By research he figured out the, the f- secret fucking Constantine society. <laughs> yep. And uh, he's just in his garage telling fucking, her about him. Yeah, the fucking Society of Second Born Royals or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Um, it's a f- real like Woody Harrelson in 2012 who's just like knows everything for some reason. And you're like, huh? Yeah, well, went fair play to Woody. Um, yeah. The funniest thing in his exposition shed is the old timey woodcut illustration of the demon. Yes. Because it's like, it's such... <laughs> It's just an Ill, it's like just like a production sketch of what the costume is yes. going to look like. And That's it's in like other... a, it's in like a dope ass action figure pose. It's like, oh, yes. fucking Lewis and Clark or whoever's uh, <laughs> made this woodcut really wanted this demon to look fucking awesome. She's already seen it in a dream too at this point. Yeah. So it's like it's uncanny. Like most movies know not to do that where they're I like think... they make it look like the demon. Right, like it's... a suggestion, but it is just literally what the demon looks like and the demon yeah. looks like a skexis. Like which is not that doesn't suck because obviously that design is awesome, but it's also a design we've seen. Yeah, it also di- wasn't scary for a moment. And no, a lot it, of that has to do with how, I mean, the demon is just a fucking, it's a monster. They treat it like an ogre more than a demon. Right. He's a big ogre. He looks like more than a Skeksis, but I mean, also these things look like Skeksis too, but it, he looks like one of the fake monsters from the millage. Yeah. 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 Um, um, bird only, theme. Only he's a real monster, but it's like we've yeah. seen this monster before, and then the fact mm-hmm. that it's just—it's such an explicit, in-your-face, one-to-one, exactly correct drawing of the demon that it just struck me as incredibly funny. It uh, is having it been really in, is. supposedly in this old-timey tome that he discovered, and it's just a fucking drawing of the demon we saw. It's yeah. like it's like if you found a woodcut drawing of like I don't know Bill Clinton. And it's like from like 1695. <laughs> also and it's just, a demon, yes. And it's just clearly Bill Clinton, like in a suit. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's, it's just 1996 Bill Clinton. You're like, holy fuck. Like, I think the good comparison is, is if it's like a police sketch and it looks exactly right. like the person. Yeah. It's it, the office gag where where Dwight has the the police sketch of the of the pervert and it's just a picture of him. Right, right. Uh, it's, um, it's obviously a picture of him. Yeah. But yeah, so we now know that the so this is the Vatican is apparently spending billions of dollars. They have machine on, guns, tactical armor. Like they have you, the Matrix. They have the cell technology. Yes, and there's like six of them going. Like, yeah, to exercise demons. Which I was wondering, like, 
wait how often is what's their success rate are they how are they doing this all the fucking time that's wild like it's such a in it's such a out of control over the top element to put in this because it implies this this larger world it implies something like the constantine series like it's like it's like why aren't we why aren't we following these guys the whole film what's their story how often are they doing these exorcisms it's a hat on a hat at that point like yes like having having the reveal that they're not doctors and that they're actually affiliated with the church and that they're trying to suss out this demon or smoke out this demon that's not a bad idea and that could have been handled decently with like a reveal uh and you know that's 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 on it on on paper that's not a bad idea but then to add the additional element that, that they're this team of of shadow ops badasses in like church right. armor it's like what the fuck is this yes we see them getting guns and armor yes and so there's a lot of guns things. and exorcisms yeah. i'm pretty yeah. sure the demon can't be shot <laughs> that's that's here's the thing is like the the idea is they're going into the mind yes. to do the exorcism, not that there's a threat of demon outside of the mind that they have to shoot. Yeah, it's it, it, we never... all know exorcisms. It's one person who needs to be tied down, and the idea that they do the the cell into that person. None of that requires a lot of guns and armor, but yeah, it doesn't. It, and at no point we're never given any indication either in the several scenes of exposition or when the demon finally shows up, that it even can be physically harmed. Like, she kills right. the demon by stabbing herself with the Spear of Victory or whatever. Um, yeah, we'll get to the Holy well, Lance. Holy yeah, the, ho- the Holy shit. Lance, yeah. The, the Spear of Destiny. Talk about a hat on a hat. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck? Oh he just has God. it in a pouch on his shirt. It's like, why... Why... <sighs> Okay, why was it? Why was that? Uh, all right, that should be like taped to your fist, like Wolverine, man. It shouldn't right. be in a pouch on your vest. But like, she has to stab herself with a special holy artifact while the demon is possessing her, like the demon is inside her body, uh, to to destroy him. So what? What the fuck are you gonna do with a shotgun or a machine gun? Like you can't. Right. Like we're never given why any indication you those? can shoot it. Yeah. Why do you we, have those? Why? This is the other thing is that we never really figure out what the danger is besides the fact that the demon can jump person to person yeah like so if you have a demon that can jump person to person why would you come in with a bunch of people with armor seems like a bad idea doesn't it yeah who are you preparing to shoot yeah that's the thing is like the demon doesn't have a physical form no it just possesses people i don't know why they roll in like a fucking swat team but they do they also have to bring her to the place of the possession. They never explain why they have to do that. Uh, they kind of do. They they have a couple of throwaway lines where they just say, like, we need to bring her back to the point of infection because that's where the connection is strongest or some gobbledygook sure. like that. It's a it's a stupid explanation, but it is there. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, man, like, wait a... <sighs> Especially with a possession movie, there's just something about rolling in with a bunch of guns that the movie already wasn't scary, but that just completely kills it. Because it's like, yes. oh, if I can just shoot the demon, I'm not scared of it. Right. But I'm just, I don't even know who they're planning to shoot. Right. Um, it, it, that's what's so weird about it is like, what are you, what are you even doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, so, I got to be honest, man. If I can just shoot the devil in the face, I'm not scared of the devil. Right. <laughs> like, 
It's honestly, it's like in, in Inception where they roll in with guns in right, a dream. It makes and you're no like, fucking sense. What the fuck are you guys doing? And he's with those like, guns? you need to learn to dream a bit bigger, darling. And he just shoots a bigger gun. I was like, I would fucking yeah. have a giant slingshot that throws elephants at people. Yeah. It's a dream. It's a dream. Turn into a dinosaur. Jesus. Yeah, yeah turn uh, into a fucking megazord. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so she has her. We have a scare, which is her friend shows up at 3 a.m. That is and the only good moment in the movie and it's not even good because he fucks it up. I was about to say, it's not even that good. It's not even that good. It's the only good idea uh, in terms of scares in the movie. She says, I want to show you something and she puts on a bird mask and uh, honestly, I think one of the core problems for me is that I don't find bird masks or birds that scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And then her body does the thing that all bodies do in demonic movies and it gets all twisty and it chases after her. And then it's a dream, and it's like, what? Why did we do any of that? Uh, uh, it's it's not. It's, not, it's well, it's a. It's like a, it's, it's a it's it's a haunt. She's been haunted. Yeah, because then she's like, oh no, my friend. She's it's her. Mm-hmm. We have to go find her. Uh, and it again, it's she has these like connections where she's like, I know they're in danger, but they never explain why she knows that. Well, it's because the demon wants her. Right, it's drawing her in. Mm-hmm. She yeah. goes to the cop, uh, and the cops <laughs> find the her cop house. The cop is like a big open. time piece of shit. Like he just comes in, like, yeah. "Well, she's not here. I guess call back in two days." Like he's right. so they- not concerned with the fact that this lady, uh, her house, the door is wide open. It's three o'clock in the morning. The power's cut, and she is gone. Yeah, and, and her friends cops- like that's fucking weird. They do. They try to do the thing where it, that myth, where it's like if you get, you have to wait forty eight hours. And it's like, no, you really don't. But they treat it like it's a law. The cop is just like, I can't legally do anything for 48 hours. And it's like, that's not actually, that can't possibly be how that works. Uh, Like, she is clearly in danger. She has been kidnapped from her home. And they're like, there's nothing we can do, ma'am. It hasn't been 48 hours. Right. I feel like that situation is a little bit different than like, I just, I haven't heard from this person. They haven't returned my calls. Right. And that's all right. But like you go to their house and the door's wide open. It's the middle of the night and they're gone. That's suspicious. Yeah. They treat it that like their hands are tied. Re- yeah, right. Yeah. They that, treat it like it's a law I that feel, you have yeah. to, you can't report a missing person for 48 hours. Yeah, I feel like, like no. that situation is, it is, is worth the report. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, um, so I was, the cops. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, so that eliminates the cops from the plot, basically. Pretty much. I do appreciate that i don't know it's like he it's like the movie seems to know some things but forget about other more obvious things like when they pull up uh to the site of the exorcism and one of the fucking god warriors is is like dead on the side of the building like right. they try to call the cops and yeah. and he's like she's like what are you doing he's like i'm, I'm calling the cops he, he he needs help unless he's dead so but then the, the phone doesn't go through so it's like there's this quick nod to anyone in the audience who might be thinking why would you call somebody because of course you would if you drove up to someplace and there was a dead person or a person covered right. in blood you would call the police uh, but then yeah. it forgets other obvious things like the things we've been talking about yeah by the way you know what we haven't really talked about at all going inside her mom's mind yes we completely it's boring over as it. shit and nothing happens in there it is the least important detail it of looks this like the movie f- I guess he's, I'm pretty sure this is new technology that Blumkamp was working on or had a part in developing or something. That may be, that may not be right, actually. So I, forget no, I, I saw, I saw like behind the scenes thing about it, but that 
is even more confusing because it's like it doesn't look like anything new. It looks like you could do it on a green screen. It looks like you just did a filter on the characters. I think that's what they did is do it on a green screen, but have it in this environment that they created. I don't, but the end result is, is just that it looks like, it looks like slightly more modern lawnmower man. Like it's still, yeah. Like it's I, just, it's just, it looks like, like we, she's in a Photoshop filter. She's in a sketch of yeah, the world. Yeah, and it's, I get the idea, and it's a fine idea because she is supposed to be in a computer simulation that's a digital recreation of a person's memory. So it's imperfect, and there's all these splits and tears and and uh, clipping yeah. and stuff. But like when we've already seen movies about going inside somebody's mind, like Inception or like The Cell, where it doesn't, it's more about exploring the surreal possibilities of that like this is just a less interesting way to do it ultimately yeah well it's more that like maybe this would have been really interesting the problem is they they didn't do anything with it i can't stress this enough it doesn't matter to the plot she goes in her mom's head twice in the beginning Mm -hmm. her mom basically says you shouldn't be here i didn't ask for her you and she says well they said they did and she's like it wasn't me it was the demon and that is the most that happens. Mm-hmm. She, her mom, like rises in the air at one point and glitches, and it was a cool idea. But it again, it doesn't do anything. It never matters. It could have just been scenes. It really just could have been scenes where her mom is just possessed, like in a cell. Like they don't. There's no. There's no need for the technology. You could take. You could completely remove the technology from this movie, mm-hmm. and all the same things could happen. Yeah. And that's bad. That's yeah. very bad. Yeah. Because you, you did your idea a disservice there. Yeah. That that's it's it's like maybe we would all be talking about this effect had he used it to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's literally just her talking to her mom a couple times and even those conversations don't even serve exposition. Not They're, really. It kind of repeats the same ideas. Yeah, it it's to complete her arc as a character. Yeah, but it doesn't really. She doesn't. She doesn't even need that for that. And so she goes. They go. They she, roll it, up. Yeah, because she just has conversations. So she just. It yeah. Would, yeah. It. Yeah. It didn't need to she, be in a computer simulation inside her mind. That's like, why the fuck is it that? Yeah. You don't know, do anything with this idea. She rolls up and finds her friend immediately, uh, and then her friend who says like your mom's in the in the thing your mom's in there and so she decides i have to go in to save my mom who i hate uh but like i guess now it's like okay she was possessed so i forgive her that's that's fair um and that's when they roll up on the swat these guys who've been introduced as the holy swat team much like the 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 cell technology they are completely uh uh not needed they're all dead yeah, they we don't do never anything. see them in action. They never do anything. Nope. One of one of the guys says, "You need to take the holy lance and yep. hands it to her." And, and that it's, is, it's the size of a pocket knife. Yes, and that is the entire. They created this holy black ops team just so they could hand her this thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the whole meaning it's, behind it. And again. I really can't overstate that he just has it in a little pouch on his vest. It's like, I feel like this 
this like because he like said your it's, whole ritual should be around this it, thing right because it is like that's the thing that kills the demon so yeah. he, he hands it to her and he says this thing about how it's been with the vatican for like thousands of years it's like man this isn't in a case or like right you didn't make it into like an arrow you can shoot or like i don't like yeah. Why and apparently, is in- all you have to do is stab the person who's possessed with it. Yeah. So why didn't they just do that to begin with? Don't know. Maybe they wanted to try to save the mom. Right. But here's okay. But here's the thing: she stabs herself with it. Spoilers: the main character gets possessed. She takes the the spear, stabs herself with it, and she she cures herself. Yeah. So had they stabbed the mom, wouldn't that cure the mom? You would think. You would assume. And and again, I can't stress this enough. Why do they have to go into her brain if they have this? They have this knife that depossesses you. They want to make sure she's really. Po- this movie does another thing that's kind of irresponsible. <laughs> where uh, it's it's in that exposition dump when Martin, the older friend, takes her into his uh into his exposition shed. Yeah. Um, he says that the the purpose of this initiative by the church you know buying up all of these smaller hospitals that specialize in like neurological disorders and and uh things of that nature uh because they want to find out which neurological disorders are actually demon possession and as you right. may, as you may know um it's been pretty much agreed that any past recordings of of demonic possession or things like that are probably are are all it's it's been pretty much agreed that those were all examples of either neurological disorders or mental health issues or both yeah well the 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 answer is which disorders are demonic and uh uh, uh, possession the answer is, is none, none of, of them but <laughs> yeah. this movie this movie like so we've already as a society pr- pretty much uh, you know reasonable yeah. people have ag- have all agreed that yeah nobody was ever possessed like like Joan of Arc probably had epilepsy or something you know like it's yeah all of these people throughout history anytime this was recorded they're either lying or they had some sort of neurological disorder or mental health issue um, what this movie does is uh, to quote Royal Tenenbaums, what this movie presupposes is maybe it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. maybe some of them were demonic possessions. And and so, so but it's then this ir- it's, yeah, so it's irresponsible out of the gate. But like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so is so is the idea then that they take these people, they stick them in the matrix to confirm that they have a demon? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're trying Why to. They're trying then? to. They're trying to smoke the demon out. Right. Why just not why all right, once they've confirmed it's a demon, why don't they just take the holy lance and stab them and the demon comes out? Because they're I don't know, they're priests. Because the they... problem the problem is is it's all leading to the idea that they are conducting the exorcism itself in their matrix. And the problem is that's not what happens. She goes in she goes into this building, finds her mom all hooked up to the matrix. Mm-hmm. She goes in, her mom is like, The demon is gone from me now. It spoilers, it went into the swole priest. Yeah. Um one of the swole priests. One of the swole So like and so she's like, It's not in here, I'm gonna die. And then she dies and she says goodbye to her mom. Uh so that's it. That we're done with the matrix. We never used it to exorcise a demon. Instead, she gets attacked by the, the SWAT guy, who sounds like Buffalo Bill now. Because he sure he's does. Possessed. Yep. Uh, and then the demon jumps from him to her, and then she takes the Holy Lance, 
stabs herself in the tummy. The demon jumps out of her in this terrible effect, lights on fire, and dies. And I so I didn't think the effect was that bad. It's fine. It's fine. But I did. I did laugh my ass off because it's kind of a cool idea. All right. Again, that's like a evergreen statement for Neil Blomkamp. Kind of a cool idea, right. but um, the demon. Uh, kind of tears itself out of her in this effect, and it's he's he's not corporeal. He's he's kind of you, you, he's a little translucent. You can kind of see through him. He's like a ghost version of the demon, yeah. uh, clearly dying. He staggers forward. He drops to his knees. He screams to the to the heavens like, uh, like I don't a know. demon would, right? Like he just he just watched Keanu almost die in the in the drag race in the rush yeah. rush video. Um, <laughs> And then he collapses forward, and when his ghost form hits the ground, he explodes into flames that are real flames, like flames that are actually present in the scene, which is, that's a cool idea. It looks good. What made me laugh is that he lands in what is clearly a fire pit. Yes, he does. Like, it's this, it's this carved out. Uh, uh, it looked like a swimming pool. I thought it was a swimming pool. It's a cement hole, but it's not quite big enough to be a swimming pool, it didn't look like. But also, it, it's at a hospital. It's just like, yeah, right. why would it was that just, be a it swimming was just, pool? It was just very obvious that it's like when you can see it. This is this is kind of like a nitpick, really, because it's like when you can see the crash pad when when a stuntman falls. It's just like, yeah, oh, but he's it, like falling into the part where you knew you could safely start the fire. <laughs> right, but it looks really bad. It just makes uh, it look it funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you could um, see if you could see the uh, the crash pad that Hans Gruber was falling onto. It's like that. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh shit! Well, he's gonna land on that giant balloon. He's gonna be all right. Right. It's like watching X Men Origins Wolverine, the uh, studio, like the pre-editor cut, which I did, uh, which was very funny because they didn't complete the effects. And his, so cl- his claws times... are all effects, right? He doesn't actually have yeah, claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's several parts where like he'll like hit Deadpool, and then they'll just have a shot of Deadpool flying into a mattress. Uh, and, like, it's 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 kind of a delight to watch it that way. Anyway, um, but the point I was getting at is, I can't stress enough, they don't defeat the demon with the computers. No. So it begs the question, why any of this? <laughs> why did they have the Matrix and bring her there if the answer... Which the guy knows, he gives her the lance and says, use the holy lance, is to just stab the possessed person, and that'll the, do it. The answer is, it's it's the whole problem is is, is solved outside of the Matrix. Yeah, it's, it, it, it seems, never, it, it, got, it, it seems like it got away from him. Like he's, Blomkamp yeah. is the sole writing credit, so it seems like he started, and again, of course, we don't know, uh, but it seems like he started with the idea of incepting a possessed person. Cool idea. Uh, and then... It just got away from him. Yes, <laughs> and it became this it, other thing. It feels like he didn't actually like plan out the plot beforehand. He just started typing and saw where it would go, and then he got like an hour and a half in, and he realized, "Oh shit, I forgot to include any of that virtual stuff. I better put this at the end." And then realized, like, I wrote myself into a corner. All right, she'll just use it to say goodbye to her mom. Like, at, there was a certain point in the film where I was like, are they never going back into that virtual world? And then they do, and I was like, oh, there we go, finally. And then they, they don't use it. And it was like, wow. It, it's a total of, like, maybe 15 minutes of the movie is spent on that. Not in it, on that, on that p- premise. And that is fucking wild. 
it is you could literally lift it from the movie mm-hmm. um yeah you could cut it right out yeah would make it a would lick be, of I, difference it would take me a couple hours to replace it in the script like it is so not load-bearing <laughs> as a as a concept it's just you have her come in yeah you just replace it with her coming in to see her in the hospital and she just has the conversation with her yeah. there that's it that's it and then at the end they just don't have that equipment they're just doing a regular exorcism right they just brought her to the old place yeah that's it yep. they it never comes into play uh, this I'm, not movie... saying that, I'm not saying that would make the movie better it would probably make the movie even less interesting because it doesn't even have that hook at that point exactly but no no a- it's absolutely just, it's just we're just just demonstrating that it's so it, it so does not affect the plot at all this this it's, element it's either it got away from them or after the fact they were like they looked at the script and they're like you need something in here that that's new and so he stuck that in because it just it's such an afterthought mm-hmm. um and it and it's without it it's the it's an ex- incredibly generic horror movie very um, very much so very low budget yep yeah, not shot particularly interesting in any way no it's not shot ter- it's not shot badly but it's no, not. no it's competent it, it's just there's nothing yeah it's very generic yeah it's it's a baffling film yeah i would love to know what happened behind the scenes of this film because i feel like something must have happened i don't know maybe it was just that it you know that it was made during the pandemic maybe it was just a cheap easy idea to film so that's maybe why they did it and you know i don't and yeah, it, it just it's one of those that we talk about where it's like it's not that i didn't like this movie um it's not that i think the movie could have done a d- different things or better ideas it's that the movie's broken like the plot is broken in a very weird way that's it's like when we you you mentioned the conjuring three when we were texting it's not quite the same problem but it's similar in that it's like the fundamental structure of storytelling here has been broken Mm -hmm. uh in a very weird way and i don't know what they thought they were going for well yeah i don't know he seems to always have pacing probably even district nine is paced kind of strangely right um elysium a hundred percent has a bonkers ass structure right. i don't understand but even those movie. plots <laughs> even those plots have plant and payoffs yeah they have concepts that are are seen throughout that they follow up on that mm-hmm. they the, you know like this is just like the the core idea here is not utilized at all and in fact doesn't need to be in the movie that's wild to me yeah that's so strange uh yeah because yeah like sitting down like again that opening scene where she has that dream with her mom and then they introduce the concept of of this simulation and with these two doctors who are, don't like they're they're swole and, and one of them is like covered in tattoos you're like i don't know if these guys are really doctors yeah um and then they get her into the simulation and it's a little it's a little it's a little it's a little creepy just because of how mm-hmm. uh, and like the doctors are clearly, is. yeah. And you you kind of suspect at first, like, yeah, the doctors they don't have the best intentions. Right. They, they're being a little evasive, and it, it's clear they have ulterior motives. Like, there's enough interesting things at the beginning that I was like, like the second time she goes into the simulation, I was like ready for it. Like she she goes to the house and yeah. her mom's not there, and she finds that pipe. I was like, all right, here we go. Now it's going to start to get fucking weird, and yeah. it just never it never rewards that 
that curiosity that it, that it, that 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 compelling yeah. beginning that it gives you it it just goes off in this weird direction of where she just goes from place to place to receive exposition and then the climax happens it's such a yeah. it's yeah it's here's, real real disappointing movie here's a question why didn't it all take place in the clinic like the cell why wasn't it like her like that we, second time we, she goes in it should have been her being like what the fuck just happened in there you know something really scary yeah, happens yeah they confess and they're like, will you help us save your mom? Yes. And then it's just a series of sessions yep. where she's going in and dealing with the demon. And then it all happens And then the there. more she goes into the head, the more the stuff comes out. And the hospital itself starts to become twisted and fucked up around yes. it because of the residual demon energy. Now we got a fucking movie. Come it's, on. It, yeah. That's the movie I thought I was right? getting to. That's what I was expecting. And that would have been, I, I don't know if it would have been a better movie, but it would have made more sense Sense for like the stuff it 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 plants in the beginning i don't know it probably would have been a better movie this movie is fascinating it Um, really is yeah yeah because again this is one of those movies where we're just throwing out like initial thoughts it feels like it feels like a student film yeah it feels like somebody's first feature that they like crowdsourced or something It, it feels like it feels very amateurish just and it and it's and it's mostly in the writing it's in you know right it it certainly doesn't feel like a Neil Blomkamp film. No, it really like, doesn't. Yeah. That's the thing is, whatever your thoughts on Neil Blomkamp, this feels beneath him. Yes. As, yeah. Like, this doesn't feel like, it feels re- extremely phoned in. Um, It doesn't have any of his signature looks in it. Doesn't have anything that reminds me of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so baffling. Uh. Very weird. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, Dave, uh, you and I should write the good version of this movie. Yeah. Or we should just watch, uh, write, I don't know, another movie. We'll write a different movie, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. saying, just, just fucking spitballing. It seems like we hammered <laughs> out a, a more coherent mm-hmm. uh, outline well, for a film. I don't know. Yeah, writing a movie is hard. And it there's is. always yeah, that idea is. of like... You yeah, know, yeah. the the Sunday morning quarterback or whatever it's called. Yeah, Monday where it's morning like quarterback, it's Monday morning Monday morning, whatever. Because you, you play on Sunday, Dave, and then Monday morning, you're like, ah, I should I have done this and this. I don't know, sports, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, this is one where it's like, did they not get any notes from anybody? Like, if someone gave me the script, it's it seems very obvious. The first note would be like, you have to use the plot device you introduced. If, like, that's yeah. all, like... It'd be like getting a copy of like Jurassic Park and it didn't have dinosaurs <laughs> dino- in it. And the, or the dinosaurs don't matter. They're yeah. just like they're just like kind of in, in the, the background. background. And it's like yeah, yeah, it's and it's like, more about like the like the uh industrial espionage plot. Right. And it's like a thriller and yeah. people are like shooting at each other. You'd immediately give back notes that'd be like, So the dinosaurs should probably come into play, right? Yeah. Like, it does, you should it, probably they should probably matter in the plot and maybe that was a again we're just sitting here speculating but like maybe that was a, a a product of it being made during the pandemic maybe this was just the first draft he banged out and he's like all right let's make something we're all just sitting around let's fucking make something here i wrote maybe. this let's make this thing we yeah. can we can make this for two million dollars let's do it yeah but it is like man neil you can do better. You can do better. He really can. He really yeah, he can. Really like can. it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know what this is. This is a. Uh, this. It really felt like it was. Yeah. It felt I'm like not, it was a straight to. Yeah. Straight to streaming. Like 
indie film that no one saw that was just kind of farted out. And I'm not even a Neil Blomkamp fan. Like, I like District 9, but I'm not, like, a fan of his. And Yeah, yeah and I don't even, hate even, him. I, I right, don't, I'm like, not a big fan, but it's just like, yeah, yeah like, I know you're a good director. Yeah, even from like, that standpoint, like, watching this movie, I'm still like, shit, man, this is, yeah, like you said, this is beneath him. <laughs> like, yeah. you can do better this, than this. This is aggressively half-assed. Yeah, yeah. Are we, sh- are we sure it's the same Neil Blomkamp? It is. It's 100% <laughs> the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, don't watch this movie. It's, I mean, it's boring. Watch it for free. Watch yeah. it when it comes out on like HBO Max or something. Maybe or Netflix. I mean, your first your first instinct is gonna like once you get to like the forty five fifty minute mark, you your first instinct is probably gonna be to turn it off. Like it's yeah, it's just a, it's last- a boring movie. The last 15 minutes, I started repeating to myself, come on and end. Yeah. End. Because it's just, yeah, it's uh, 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 an hour 45, and that's about an hour too long. Um, yeah. Maybe re- about an hour, hour 15 too long, hour mm-hmm. 30 too long. Uh, yeah. It's a slog. Uh, that's, I don't have anything else to say about it, man. All right. All right. We're done, then. Yeah, we're done. Um. Folks, thanks for listening, man. <laughs> I'm drained. Seriously, uh, l- yeah. L- listen, we have a Patreon. If we you're do. interested, you can go. You can go to Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. We have some exclusive podcasts on there, like uh, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, uh, Star Trek: The Next Futurama. You get exclusive podcasts for five dollars a month. You get all those. Um, we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. That's another tier. We are wrapping up the Final Destination series, so, you know, check yeah, that out. get on that, man. Um, we also have a store. Head over to GameFleetEmployed.com, and you can find a link to our Teespring store, where we have all kinds of cool original designs and artwork. You can get on t-shirts and stickers and posters and all kinds of shit. Uh, so check that out. Do that check thing. Check it out. Yeah, and maybe, maybe someday we'll create a technology where you can, like, go inside of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incept our podcasts. Yeah, but it ultimately won't matter, and there'll yeah. be a lot of birds. You'll need to wear a lot of church armor and bring a machine gun. <laughs> oh. For some reason. For some reason. Some goddamned reason. Uh, Dominic. <laughs> hey, it's That's- Dominic. Look at him wearing his church armor. <laughs> <laughs>